You are listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your host, Joya Sosnowski, and this week joined by Celia Schauble as we talk about The Alchemist's Handbook, Chapters 4 and 5. Enjoy the show. All right. So excited. I have some bowls. I'm going to be chiming here too, folks. (laughs) All right. We are calling in Chapter 4 of The Alchemist's Handbook this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm I'm battling. I'm not battling. I have a little bit of a cold and I will try not to clear my throat in public. So I'm grateful that my immune system is getting stronger moment by moment as my body heals itself in the light. Beautiful. Yeah. So chapter four, the spiritual forces. Do you want to kick us off, my dear? I would be happy to. Wonderful. Whew. Here we go. Here we go. Chapter four, the spiritual forces. These spiritual, these spiritual forces are the 22 causal powers that wrote that I wrote about in my book, the angels within us. The universe is a microcosm of creative energy and power. And every man, woman and child is the epitome of this totality of the cosmos. Within our individual energy field, The microcosm called you are 22 causal powers or angels that control your conscious behavior and govern the manifestation of all forms and experiences in your personal life. Isn't that fantastic? There are 22 causal powers or angels. And I love this because in, I said this earlier with the Essenes, which Yeshua was a Essene, that they practiced communion with 22 angels, which were also causal powers. They did seven in the morning, which were related to the earth and seven in the evening, which are related to the spirit. And then at noontime, they did a noontime peace where they call in peace and did a different one for the community for each day. So I, that's 21 powers. So I love this. I'm, I'm so curious about how this is gonna keep unfolding. That's beautiful. Their existence has been taught since the beginning of spiritual brotherhoods and philosophical societies thousands of years ago. In ancient Egypt, the 22 powers were shown as hieroglyphics representing the laws of all phenomena. And one of the volumes saved from the burning library of Alexandria contained detailed descriptions of these angels. These are the living governors of life each controlling a gate or an opening leading to the phenomenal world conditioning and determining all outer expression well these are living governors of life i just want to read that again that that, that hit different these are living governors of life each controlling a gate or opening or portal yeah leading to the phenomenal world conditioning and determining all outer expression that's powerful it is powerful considering we're each an expression right well, like that in we our are individualized exactly yes so gorgeous wow the powers live on the inner planes of consciousness as archetypes living energies extensions of our whole self and are pictured symbolically as the 22 major trumps of the tarot we will soon be focusing on four of these archetypes in our alchemy work with the blending and activity of the additional one in a later process. The number five is the ancient symbol of individual being. Our 
objective is to make sure that on the onset, all 22 are in harmony with each other and with the personality. Because of ego projections, there may be some imbalances in their energies, and we do not want any vibrational interference internally. For those of you who have read The Angels Within Us or its sequel, Angel Energy, you know how to move into inner space for a meeting. For others, simply consent to the truth of these whirlpools of power that these whirlpools of power exist within you. Then go into meditation and contemplate these energies of spirit as manifesting angels, hands of God, that are given to help you on your journey through life. Next, ask your guardian angel or inner guide to come forth and take you to meet them. Do you think that you could lead us in a meditation for that? Yeah, I think that would be really lovely. And we'll just walk through that um, <clears throat> as we call forward. The angels and what this is, because this is a guided practice. So um, yeah, for those listening, if you're not driving, <laughs> I invite you to close your eyes and tune into this energy of these powers that you are a creator power on this planet with access to these 22 energetic archetypes to help you be a manifester in the world. So close your eyes and we're going to move into an inner space and hold a meeting with these angels. So taking a deep breath, contemplate these energies of spirit as the ministering angels, the hands of God that are given to you to help you on your journey through life. And then ask your higher self, your nafsha, your inner guide, whoever it is that you personally work with, ask you to come forth and take you to meet with them. Your inner guide is an aspect of spirit that is very helpful in escorting you to higher realms of consciousness during meditation. It's a form of energy within you that may take on the shape of a human figure to accompany you through the inner maze to the realm of these archetypes. For our purposes now, you will want to talk to all 22 at the same time in your inner council room on the inner plane. Feel your guide's hand in yours and feel the love, wisdom, and power that radiates from your guide enfolding you as you walk through what seems to be a winding tunnel. As you're walking, you will see lights ahead and beings with form and appearance will come into your imaging faculty. It's perfectly all right to use your imagination at first to mentally picture the shape and form of these causal powers, but they will quickly show you an appearance on the inner screen of your mind. In a few cases, their names will vary from the ones I used in my angel books, but I refer them here to their basic alchemical functions. 
For example, although it's the same energy, Isis, the angel of creative wisdom, is now called the angel of union and receptivity. Later on, you'll understand why, but for now, I will show you these original names of these angels. In your inner chamber, in your inner council room, you are meeting the archetypes of the angel of unconditional love and freedom. The angel of creative intelligence, also known as angel of illusion and reality. The angel of union and receptivity, or the angel of creative wisdom. The angel of abundance. The angel of power and authority. The angel of spiritual understanding. The angel of loving relationships. The angel of victory and triumph. The angel of order and harmony. The angel of discernment. The angel of expansion and good fortune, also known as the angel of cycles and solutions. The angel of spiritual strength and will. The angel of renunciation and regeneration. The angel of spiritual rebirth, also known as the angel of death and rebirth. The angel of patience and acceptance. The angel of materiality and temptation. The angel of courage and perseverance. The angel of service and synthesis. The angel of imagination and liberation. The angel of truth and enlightenment. The angel of the creative word. The angel of success and fulfillment, also known as the angel of success. Once you have a visual impression or feeling of their presence within you, address the group with these words and repeat these words after me. I have called this meeting with pure intentions and love in my heart. I have called this meeting with pure intentions and love in my heart. I am embarking on a dynamic alchemical process to change my life. I am embarking I am embarking on a dynamic alchemical process to change my life. To change my life from a lower vibration to the highest ideal. To change my life from a lower vibration to the highest ideal. And I need your full cooperation. And I need your full cooperation. I ask you to balance your masculine and feminine qualities. I ask you to balance your masculine and feminine qualities. To harmonize any conflicting energy patterns. To harmonize any conflicting energy patterns. And to work together as a team in full support of the new polarity. And to work together as a team in full support of the new polarity. To do this, let us meditate together on love, joy, and peace. To do this, let us meditate together on love, joy, and peace. We are the love of God as one. We are the love of God as one. We are the joy of God as one. We are the joy of God as one. We are the peace of God as one. We are the peace of God as one.
Our vibrations are now in harmony and divine order prevails throughout the inner planes of consciousness. Our vibrations are now in harmony and divine order prevails throughout the inner planes of consciousness. Now listen for any response you have within. One of these angels or archetypes may have something to say regarding a personality characteristic that should be brought under control or offer other helpful advice to remove an ego projection. Listen and jot down what you receive in your journal. Your next activity in the contact with these living energies is to ensure that the angel of power and authority and the angel of spiritual strength and will are bonded together and working as one in your consciousness. So this is the angel of power and authority and the angel of spiritual strength and will bonded as one. The objective is to fuse the energies of these two powers into one force that will condition the personal sense, the personality, in preparation for the receiving of the energy of the angel of success and fulfillment, Saturn, the great law of cause and effect. We will work with the master light of Saturn in the next two chapters, but for now, let's look at the function and divine intentions of these two angels. The Angel of Power and Authority. This angel within was called Osiris by the Egyptians. He was the brother husband of Isis and represents the material aspect of the sun, which vitalizes the earth. It is the emperor of the tarot, symbolizing power, authority, and self-control. Astrologically, this angel is represented by Aries, the power to be and his positive attributes are vigor, vitality, and strong de decisiveness with reliance on the will of God. This holy helper strengthens the will to serve the divine plan and provides the power to carry you over the obstacles of life. The angel of spiritual strength and will, <clears throat> excuse me, this particular energy has been called the daughter of the flaming sword, implying a feminine quality. However, it is a synthesis of both feminine and masculine energies since the aspects of strength and will are perfectly blended into one power or force. The young woman in the tarot represents spiritual strength and the picture shows her hands on the mouth of a lion. This energy is represented by Leo in astrology providing the aspirant will, enthusiasm, inspiration, confidence, and vitality. She also works in consciousness to tame the lion of aggression, overconfidence, and self-satisfaction. In your meditative state, we're going to call these two angels to us and begin to work with them. So it says that the angel of power and authority will appear as a fiery figure of a powerful man, while the angel of spiritual strength and will may show herself as a young woman with a pulsating light body. So again, I invite you to close your eyes and call forth the angel of power and authority and visualize this angel standing before you in your mind's eye, a fiery figure, powerful,
and the angel of spiritual strength and will with a pulsating light body. And when you see both of these figures standing before you, ask them to blend their energies and in that oneness to be the initial causal powers to engage the personality and prepare your consciousness for the later infusion of the Saturn success energy. They will understand the meaning of your request and the importance of the fusion. Now see their energy forms coming together as one being of light and moving into the forefront of your consciousness, of your mental and your feeling nature. Know and feel the embodiment of these powerful energies. Know and feel the new initiative, the power and vitality of I am. Know and feel the strength and determination of I will. And say to yourself, my life is ruled only by spiritual power. My life is ruled only by spiritual power. Embodying the fullness of God's purpose and power. Embodying the purpose, the fullness of God's purpose and power. I am leaving ego domination. I am leaving ego domination. And rising into the reality of spiritual consciousness. And rising into the reality of spiritual consciousness. I am strong in the mightiest of spirit. I am strong in the mightiest of spirit. And I am undaunted. And I am undaunted. My mind is firmly one-pointed in seeing only the good. My mind is firmly one-pointed in seeing only the good. My heart is fearless and knows only the emotion of victory. My heart is fearless and knows only the emotion of victory. You will repeat these steps when we begin the alchemical process, but until that time, the practice is being the power to be and being the will for good. Know your purpose and power. Feel your strength and will. And that's the end of chapter four. And I love this um, preparation, having to prepare the way and feel a new initiative of power. Well, it's all process, right? Yeah, like the process to be here, to be present, to choose it. I practice being the power to be. There's no um, more powerful gift than being. Yeah, and we're always being something. Yeah. Right? And this, well, is... and this is why presence is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's all you have to do is just show up. <laughs> and calling for the ego domination. I'm leaving ego domination. Yeah. Because the ego always wants to be in control. Isn't that beautiful? And rising into the reality of spiritual consciousness. I wrote down rising. Because I am a phoenix. You are the phoenix <laughs> rising. I love this. This I love this practice being. So <clears throat> the invitation is to really um, get a sense. Yeah, get a it's sense. It's super of feminine going. energy of yeah. just allowing. And how beautiful yeah. is that? Just that is um, continual receptivity is how I have that. Always choosing to just be with whatever is. Mm. 
You know, and I think that this is super important aspect of this is practicing being, mm -hmm. practicing the I am and I will powers. And it makes me, um, in my mind's eye, I just saw like the, the importance of preparation to step into your power and a spiritual consciousness and manifesting because how often has it happened that people manifest something or have something, have a big fortune fall into their lap, but they're not prepared to receive it or manage it and they destroy it. They go right back. The ego still is there and just destroys what could have been a life-changing, well, what is a life-changing experience. Yeah. And I think that's true of, of material things, but also love relationships. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about resistance a little bit earlier and like, if my heart is in the space of resistance um, to receive all that is for my highest good, then how can the love of my life show up if I'm being in resistance to the love I am? What? <laughs> um, we're going to have to listen to that again and write that down because that was a hashtag. <laughs> that was a queen drop. I'm going to call you. Queen she's, drop. she's the queen. So, so hot. Yeah. Beautiful. I love this energy and talking about this. And that's, it's so true because I know that I have definitely, you know, and that's the importance of, of doing this work because sabotage also can happen when we are manifesting and creating good things in our lives. We don't just self-sabotage to be destructive. We also self-sabotage when we hit success if we we're do. not prepared. Yes. Well, and also too, that I feel like you can love sabotage. That might be crazy, mm. but just like, you know, really love the saboteur and and what is it teaching me and what does it want me to know and those are shadow aspects i think of the personality right and ego that have in my experience have served me in very um interesting ways mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's the it's definitely the it's the learning aspect of humanity that's that teaches us it teaches us what we want what we don't want what works what doesn't work well it's we're highly calibrated right yeah it's like driving a fast car switch the gears so i love this idea that there are causal forces which there are oh yeah the the law of cause and effect is always yeah always in effect gravity is a force water is wet and rocks are hard right <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's always going to be that way. Right. Yeah. So let's dive into chapter five, oh, Saturn. Saturn. The penetrating law. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. Taking a drink. If you're just now joining us, we are reading The Alchemist Handbook by John Randolph Price. We are on chapter five. Saturn, the penetrating law. I invite you to get your journal if you haven't already done so. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, get comfy because this is a super juicy ride. Yeah. And what you know, I find really interesting is this book was written in 2000. So 22 years ago. Right. And, and it's there, a master number. That is a master number. I know. As we're doing it now. And that there are so many of these wisdom teachers who like now it's all coming to the forefront and all these people are calling themselves wisdom teachers and creating all these courses and all these things that Who are cares? based on all the work that these people have already done. Well, there's no original ideas. There are no original ideas. No. So if there's it's just the sharing that happens and like whoever yeah. shows up to receive it, this again, in that allowance and receptivity yeah. to allow what wants to be brought forward at the soul level. Yes. 
got and nothing to do with the ego. No, no, no. Exactly. And it's also about finding that thing that resonates, right? Yes. That strikes the chord. So it could just be the way one person says something different that you're like, bing, oh, I get it now. Yeah, they're playing yeah. the music that my heart can hear. Yes, yeah, exactly. So good. Exactly. I love it. All right, Saturn, the penetrating law. Yes. Let's rock it. Here we go. One of the most secret symbols in the lore of dynamic al alchemy is the father devouring the sun. When I first saw this, I immediately thought of mythology. A mythic god was warned by his parents that one of his children would be dethroned, would dethrone him, dethrone him. So he devoured each child at birth. And who was this god? None other than Saturn considered the oldest of the gods. Later, while thinking about this symbol, I realized another significance. The angel of presence, which the Saturn energy has been called, must devour the miscreating thoughts, children, if you will, of our fearful self-created human in italics, nature known as the dweller on the threshold. Otherwise, the alchemical process will lose its power. And as you will see later, the part of the sat part of Saturn that is received. Wait, let me start that over again. And as you will see later, the part of Saturn that has received our projections of ignorance is indeed the dweller. Another alchemical symbol was two dead bodies having sexual intercourse in a coffin, which again is a secret referral to Saturn, who was said to spark creation from the death state, a seemingly lifeless or inactive state of consciousness. Saturn is a major link in the alchemical process because this energy represents the law of cause and effect. The energy that destroys what the lower nature has created and restores that just restores what the higher nature has envisioned so that the individual may have more a more fulfilling life. In the ageless wisdom text, we find that Christ Jesus fulfilled the law under Saturn. And in the morning of the magicians, we read, the old alchemical text affirm that the keys to the secrets of matter are to be found in Saturn. When I wrote the angels within, I had no idea the alchemical importance of Saturn at this time. He was shown only as the 22nd angel, the angel of success. I wrote the astrological energy of Saturn used by this angel breaks up existing conditions by the force of its energy impact so that the higher ideals can be intuitively perceived. It is known as the law, the Lord of Karma, and the one who oversees the law of cause and effect, ensures perfect balance and forces us to prepare for the future. Ooh, hmm. karma. That's a lot. It is a lot. She's got everybody's hmm. address, apparently. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Now it is my understanding that after we took on physical bodies and began to lose our awareness of our truth of being, our reality as the spirit son of God individualized, the great Saturn archetype came forth to attach to and condition the personality. 
our self-image, how we see, or I'm sorry, how we and others see ourselves. In effect, Saturn became the Lord of each individual's physical material world. And the function of Saturn in oneness with the personality was to be the angel of presence, the law of perfect cause and perfect effect. By controlling the energy centers, the chakras, Saturn rules the endocrine system and the entire organism physiologically and psychologically was maintained in a state of perfection. And for a time, there was nothing but mind flowing into manifestation as heaven on earth. But as we began to develop fear and self-preservation, this great archetype at one with the personal identity took on duality. It became both the angel of the presence and the dweller on the threshold. The sum total of both our God-created divine nature and our self-created ego. Edwin Steinbrecher, an astrologer metaphysician, found through research that the Saturnian energy has also been called the cosmos, the crown of the Magi, the god of fertility, dominion or slavery, and the foundation of the cosmic elements and of the material world. To the Hindus, this energy is Shiva, the destroyer of illusions. To the Hebrews, it was the Lord God, the power that restores the soul to its natural function of spiritual consciousness. The Lord is my shepherd, he restoreth my soul. The early Gnostics called it the workman, and Christian mystics considered the Saturnian energy as one of the seven spirits before the throne in Revelation. In the symbology of the tarot, this energy is the world. <laughs> Oops, I dropped something. <laughs> A card signifying the final and successful completion of any matter. It is fulfillment, the sum total of creation. In highlights of the tarot, we read, it shows that the dance of life is carried on by means of the form building, solidifying power that gives us definiteness. This power is the very basis upon which all science is founded. That's powerful, right? Yes. So I love this diving into the to the all these ancient archetypes of of the one and the same thing. It's pretty fascinating. And Saturday is named after Saturn, by the way. It's Saturn's oh, day. It's Saturn's day. Correct. Interesting. Yep. Mm -hmm. Isn't that also the Sabbath? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Isabel M. Hickey, the spiritual astrologer, wrote. In understanding the mission of Saturn lies the solution to the mystery of life. And Saturn's goal is perfection. Hickey also refers to Saturn as the Lord of the world in us all, keeper of the records, Lord of karma, karma, dweller on the threshold, but also the angel of presence. Here is a mystery. And when one pierces through the veil, Saturn proves to be the angel of light and reveals the meaning of it all. Ageless wisdom tells us that Saturn is the Lord of the world, also known as the ancients, ancient of days, a reference to the Melchizedek, Melchizedek, <laughs> the king of Salem and priest of the most high God. You are the priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. Oh my gosh, Palms 110. Verse four. Verse four. 
There is no ordinary energy that will serve as the positive force of the personality. According to the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary, Salem means a consciousness of spiritual peace, wholeness, and perfection. Saturn is the king of this consciousness, and to be a priest of the Most High God is to be an intermediary between presence and principle, a particular function of Saturn. Remember that earlier you took on the energies of power and authority and spiritual strength and will. This was the preparatory work, work for Saturn. The Aries energy reminded you of the key words, I am, a greater sense of individual identity with more purpose and power in mind. And the Leo energy of spiritual strength and will with its keywords, I will. The heart is opened to greater courage and determination. With these pronounced energy vibrations in consciousness, you are now ready to consciously become one with Saturn as the angel of the presence to meet and commune with him. Saturn is an androgynous archetype, but has appeared to me personally in masculine form. To know this angel and to work with mind and feeling nature until a firm relationship and consciousness has been established. The reason this energy energy is the penetrating law, the impregnator of the creative mind and whatever is deposited in that receptive sheath through the energy of Saturn forms the ideal pattern or matrix for manifestation. So we want to take on the full power of this light of the Lord to literally become the light so that we may experience the world that we have structured in our active imagination. We honor the Saturnian energy as ourselves and become the law unto our world. Let's pause here for a moment and eliminate any confusion or concern. I realize it may sound strange to take on and become consciously one with what may be considered a mythological archetype, <laughs> a particular planetary energy, or a symbolic entity from the mystical tarot cards. But you should understand that this living energy called Saturn has been considered for eons as the perfecter of the personality and the true original nature of our conscious minds, the angel of the presence. In our conscious oneness with this power, Fearfully negative thoughts flee, and we feel poised, whole, and complete. This is the attitude of mind we must have if we are to be successful in the alchemical process. So if the word Saturn bothers you, and you find it difficultly, difficult to divinely associate with what your conscious mind may identify as a planet or astrological energy, then call it by another name, such as Angel of Presence, the Angel of Light, or the Angel of Success and Fulfillment. However, for our purposes here, I'm going to continue to use the Saturn designation. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Making contact with Saturn. Ask your spiritual guide to take you in, into deep inner consciousness to personally escort you to meet with Saturn. As you draw close to the angel, notice as its light begins to take on form and features. The ancient symbol, symbolic picture of the archetype is a useful figure with a feminine face and both a masculine and feminine body. Look into the eyes. With the great feel, 
With great feeling in your heart, express your love and gratitude and feel the love in return. At this point, your intention is to merge consciously with this angel as you already are in reality. See yourself with the energy literally becoming one. It is the angel of light, the light shining into personal consciousness. Acknowledge the source of the light. Feel the radiation upon you as from a giant searchlight, the rays beaming in around and through you. Our individual mind is quickened to the extent that we make it receptive to the inflooding of the light of spirit. You are this light. The light is you. Know and feel this. You now embody the law of cause and effect consciously. Say to yourself with great feeling, I am the angel of presence. I am the angel of the presence. I am the angel of light. I am the angel of light. I am the angel of the dawn. I am the angel of the dawn. I am the energy of total and complete success. I am the energy of total and complete success. I am the law unto my world. I am the law unto my world. This step will also be repeated during the alchemical process. So practice the idea of being Saturn in consciousness. As the light of God, as the loving Lord of your world, the Lord consciousness is one of dominion. When we enter into our Lordship, we rule. We rule over ourselves, our thoughts, our body, our environment, and all the creatures and creations of the earth. This is the uplifted thought and feeling of poise, power, fearlessness, confidence, will, mastery, and dominion, all enveloped in an abiding consciousness of unconditional love. Do not forget the love. It is all important. And that's the end of chapter five. I had a hard time following this. I, I'm a very literal thinker sometimes, very rational, science-minded. So when it's getting into this, the the archetypes of it, I was getting lost in the literalness of it. Uh-huh. The fluffy language. The fluffy language of, and the literal, the literal things. And I, and then I was able to let go and just and feel this energy of the angel of the presence, the angel of the light, the angel of the dawn, the angel of total energy and success and the law over my own world, dominion, dominion over my own world. You know, I've never ever heard um, dominion and authority and power and fulfillment quite put like that before. And reading the part about feeling the poise, power, fearlessness, confidence, will, mastery, and dominion all enveloped in an abiding consciousness of unconditional love as the all-important. I was like, what love is the all-important? Yeah. I know. Isn't that so beautiful? <clears throat> I love this. Let's read it again. Okay. When we enter into our lordship, we rule. That's right. Woo!
Woo! So as manifestors, we have to have Lord and dominion over our own kingdoms of creating our version of kingdom of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Right. That that's the point of us being human being here. I, I so hear you. And then there's that part where where there's great compassion for any time I haven't felt like that. I notice, yeah. you know, or when people say they can't like I can't do that. And, and I think to myself, yes, you can. Yes, you can if you dare. And that's this energy. I can, I am, I will. That's right. Right. Yeah. And I love this when we rule over ourselves. We rule over our thoughts. We're we, self-governed. We rule over our body. Oh. We rule over our environment and all the creatures and creations of the earth. This is the uplifted thought and feeling of poise, power, fearlessness, well, and confidence, will, mastery, and dominion all enveloped in an abiding consciousness of unconditional love. I affirm, Whew. I am an abiding consciousness of unconditional love. That's a beautiful affirmation. I know, right? it just came out. <laughs> I am poise, power, fearlessness, confidence, will, mastery, and dominion, all enveloped in unconditional love. So this unconditional love energy. Yeah. What is that, Celia? Ooh, what that is, is for me, is endurance. Love endures all things and until the end. And the beautiful thing is, is that there is no end. So it's just like love and love and love some more. Give and give and give some more. Love is. Love is. It just is. I mean, you can't, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I have some very difficult family members and I, <laughs> I say that with love because yes, it's true. Yes. I mean, love tells the truth. So that's true for me. Yeah. Um, love is honest. And, um, you know, recently I had a conversation with one of my family members that said, I, I will love you from right here. I don't need to go to the Sunday dinner and put on all the airs and do all that, whatever that is. I have no interest in that whatsoever. It's not authentic for me. And I love them dearly. They're my people. They're always going to be my people. Who knows how many lifetimes we've had. I mean, if you <laughs> believe in reincarnation, which I do. Yeah. Like, my dog was my dad. Just kidding. <laughs> oh my know. God, that's hilarious. I'm just saying. I love <laughs> unconditional love. Mm -hmm. What is it for you? Mm. You know, well... If we break it down, it's no without conditions, right? Right. I without love the, you anyway. Without the conditions we put on these ifs, thens. If you do this, then I will love you. If you do this, if you say this, if you uh -huh. look like this, if you act like this, if it's you total codependency, then I will love you. Because and then okay, and then this unconditional love for me also turns inward. Like oh, taking the, the conditions, most, it, most important part, right? Like. In that is to love yourself first and yes. um, first love yourself. You have to. And that spells F-L-Y, fly. I love that. Isn't that great? I yourself. saw that the other day and I thought, oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. First love yourself and love yourself unconditionally. So that means, well, you can't see me and I can't see you, but you know, there are parts of my body that I have worked really hard. Like my hair, for example, my hair is like this giant conversation for me. And just allowing myself 
to love my hair no matter what it looks like or the fact that I have freckles and people say to me all this oh you have so many freckles but the funny thing is is I don't see that when I look in the mirror you're I'm like adorable oh, I totally feel adorable thank you you're welcome and 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 but there's that thing where it's like people are noticing things about me and like doing the whole cherry pick yeah, you know yeah. cherry pick you apart yeah, one time I straightened my hair. I have very curly hair. And one time I straightened my hair. It's very long and luscious when it's like long and straight. And it's all one length. And um, somebody said that they didn't like my hair like that. And I thought to myself, well, they don't like their own hair, right? Like that's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> right, right. It's their uh, yeah. lack of acceptance, which is the first law of spirit is acceptance. So if I'm not accepting myself, how can I accept again? somebody else. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm releasing the conditions like that's been the work. Yeah, that is the work is is realizing the conditions when they arise. And re and then not and then releasing them with love. So this is where the yeah. love comes in, right? That it's not about ignoring or no, it's full acknowledgement or sweeping your shit under the rug, which if you keep sweeping your shit under the rug, eventually you just keep tripping on it. So you got to or your pipes back up. Or, right. So yeah. it's the importance of turning toward your shadows. Yes. Turning Instead toward of, my shadows has served me very well. Yeah, me too. And then that, that's where I can serve, serve up some unconditional love that it's like, okay, I have this condition. Okay. You know what? I'm not the most patient person in the world, but Hey, I You're can not. call on the angel of patience. I know. Surprising, right? Wait, is there an angel of patience? Yes, there did was an angel that? of patience. Wait a second, I'm going back In to the, the angel. In the 22 angels, there's an angel I'm of like, patience. Did I say yes to the angel of patience? Yes, you agreed to come into contact with the angel of patience and and acceptance. Patience and acceptance. Yep. Oh, that means that I can go really slow with myself and yes. just give myself so much tenderness and grace in the moment Yes. and really feel into it and get underneath whatever has it be. Yeah whatever has it be that I'm holding myself hmm. back from loving more. You know, sometimes, <sighs> sometimes it's, it's okay to give yourself permission to feel how you feel. It's always oh. okay to give yourself permission oh, to yeah. feel how you feel. But this one particular day, I don't know why this story just came to mind, but just to illustrate, I was in a very dramatic, emotional kind of mood. And it was just one of those weeks. I had a week where everything was going wrong. If it could go wrong, it was going wrong. And I, you know, and that's the life of an entrepreneur, right? Too. There's like some <laughs> days you're on the top of the mountain and other days you're, you're like, what down. the hell is happening right now? So I was having one of those weeks and my husband, I was just crying and I was hysterical and I decided to give my permission, self permission to just be ridiculous. And so the male energy, of course, he's like, what do I need to do? And I'm like, you don't need to do anything. I just need to cry and vent. And uh -huh. so he's like, all right. So I started crying hysterically like ugly soppy sob tears where I'm like that kind of ugly cry <laughs> and I'm like I'm gonna quit everything and I'm gonna go get a job at the post office and then <laughs> are they hiring <laughs> they're always hired because I'm like the worst job I could think of right I'm like no I said I'm gonna get a job at Walmart and I'm gonna frown at people and I'm gonna get a job at the post office and when somebody asks me for stamps I'm gonna bend down and take five minutes to stand back up and then I'm gonna give them the wrong stamps I'm tired of being nice to people and by the end of it, I was laughing so hard. Oh my God. But sometimes like that energy yeah. that's there, if you don't get it out, it's that's the, those are the conditions that hook into you. These not good yes. enoughs, right? These yes. not good enough stories that you're wrong, you're flawed, and they, they start to attack you and eat you alive. Yeah. They Versus kill your if spirit. you just get it out. Yes. Yeah.
Yeah, that frustrated part of you needed to have those conversations. Totally did. Have a conversation about the post office in Walmart. And, and I um, just, whew, here I am, still two, plugging away. Yeah, and here you are. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really the permission of this unconditional loving energy. For me, that's what it brought up was just mm. this this permission to cry, permission to feel to have bad days, permission to be a human. We're spirits embodying a human body. We are spirits embodying a human body. I think that we forget that because we're we've been taught to forget that yeah. the spiritual essence of our nature our true nature is not this meat suit that i walk around in every day but how i feel i love tara brock one of my favorite um mindfulness teachers calls it mm. your space suit oh my gosh i love that <laughs> so is, are we in space i love that we are in space if you think about it we're on, uh -huh. we're on space we're on a rock that's spinning around we're god knows how fast we're in going a, in a galaxy that's expanding so yes we are traveling through space we are on a spaceship we are on spaceship earth so hey we, we got a really beautiful planet here we picked a good we ship we do we have a great we have a great ship and i don't know where all of you are but we're in beautiful air arizona yeah and we happen to be in what i consider one of the most beautiful places mm, i agree i love yeah. it here I love it here. So I think the assignment for chapter four and five is to meditate on these. Highly recommend you get the book if you haven't gotten the book yet so oh, that yes, you can definitely. read about these angels and really do this meditation and bring like make them real for you. These energies and yes, bring them alive inside They're energetic forces. So you can look at them that way. If you don't like the word angel is like a being with wings that you can think of it as an energetic force in the quantum realm yeah definitely that there's all these invisible forces well that i we mean they're know. present with us now they are and that yeah. they're implanted in us yes yeah that we have access to them and with we, them always so we're going to learn through this book how to harness these inner powers that Energies are both, both in, in us, us and around in the field us. that's right to create our lives the new field as we would like to create them i'm already doing it me too i mean i'm here and i'm with everyone here which feels like such a blessing. Thank you for spending your time yeah. with us, by the way. Thank you, wisdom people. Yes, the wisdom people. Wise people of wisdom. So gorgeous. And on the podcast, because I also release this on my Powerful Creator Show podcast. So gorgeous. I'll be releasing so, it too. I just haven't got into the doingness of that yet. That's okay. Yeah, that's it's okay. all in due time. That's fine. All right, so I think that's it for this evening's broadcast of the Alchemist's Handbook. Join us again next week for Chapter 6. And next week, Chapter 6 gets really juicy with lots of journaling. So you're going to want to bring a notebook. Yes, most definitely. We'll begin again at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. For those of you who are not here, I, I don't. I couldn't even begin to like tell you what that is in all the other time zones. But that's the time zone we're in. So no, we'll hope that that you'll join us. Yeah, and we're gonna um, power, become super powerful creators. And I can tell you from my personal experience, just in this short amount of time that we've been doing this, things are moving. Things are moving. Things are definitely moving. Yeah. Get ready because we're on a rocket ship and off of our spinning rock well and with the energy and the vibrations the way that they are now yeah higher faster that manifesting is becoming easier and um you know many years ago i want to share another quick story because i have dreams that mm. are sometimes not dreams like i've had visitations from people who've passed with messages for mm -hmm. people and i've had dreams that have come true 
So I know that they're mm-hmm. prophetic dreams, right? Yep. And I had a dream with my guide who has come to me in my dreams a few times. And so I know who he is. Mm-hmm. And in this dream, we drove through water. So my car cool. was up on this hill. We had to drive through this ditch and drive through this water. And we get up to the other side. And then he turns around and goes, now we have to do it again. And I was like, what? So I turn around, drive through the water again. And then he gets out of the car and he says, have you figured out life on earth yet? And I said, no. And he said, life on earth is very slow. And it's so you can learn to harness your powers of manifestation. Because as you vibrate out into light bodies and you get to other planets and other realms of higher vibration, what you think about, you bring about instantly. And so you want to learn how to harness your energy for constancy. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's the constancy of what they said right here. Unconditional love. Love it all. Love. Mm-hmm. it's the energy of love. And I really saw that and felt that very clearly that to create here takes a lot of focused energy and it's learning how to focus our mind and focus our energy and mm. focus our thoughts and our desires and our intentions followed with action. Well, I, for me, <clears throat> how I feel about it is in the thinking about it. What do you mean? Say more. I mean, that when I really want to do something, I harness that feeling of excitement and be able to give my clean yes. So I'm not doing like half-assed maybe. Yeah. I don't really do maybe. I'm either in or I'm out. And I love that about me because there's no wondering if it's going to be like the thing. It's like, you can't be a little pregnant, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you're committed or you're not. You're either committed or you're not. And nature will handle it, right? Right. Like, So this is what I hear when you say that. I am fearless in my pursuit of possibility. It's gorgeous. Because the energy of possibility is playful. That's right. And this is play. This is play. All right. I love playing with you. I love playing with you too. I love playing with you listeners. Thank thank you you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. Until then, have a blessed week. Be well. Stay steady. And good luck with the angel experience. Yeah. And loving yourself. Unconditionally. Yes. Bye. Good night.